Well, welcome to the Connect Church Discipleship Podcast. My name is Dave. It's so great to have you with us today. This is Season 1, Episode 8. If you're just jumping in now, go back and watch the trailer for Season 2. Make sure you kind of know what's going on and how it all flows. Uh, but I'm joined again today by Angela Lavero. She is our Dream Team Director at Connect Church. We get to work alongside with her uh, in the ministry, and it's really a blessing to us. Thank you for making the time. Yep, glad to be here. Awesome, awesome. So we've been talking about how to grow. Um, and we learned that we should expect growth. Uh, we learned last time that we have to examine our growth and we started talking about Kairos moments. And so let's just recap a little bit with, with everybody. What is a Kairos moment? Because that's kind of a little weird language. A little it bit. is, it is. It's kind of our Connect Church code for just anytime God speaks to us. Uh, it can seem like God speaking to you is just for maybe like pro-Christians, but our hope for the church is that everyone who attends and is part of our community knows that should expect for God to speak to them. And so that's our verbiage around it, just to help people learn to listen. Awesome. Yeah, I love what you said, right? That this is for everybody, yeah. right? You don't have to be a professional Christian. Mm-hmm. We could all learn and grow in this way. Um, so we should expect that. Um, so last time we started saying that Kairos moments kind of have three layers and we looked at layer one. So just give us a little insight. What's layer one just to refresh us? Yeah, I mean, for me, the way I wrap my head around it is just learning to uh, identify when God's speaking. And so it's just that base layer. It's training ourselves to pay attention and just see the places where God wants to show us something. It can be good. It can be bad. It can be from scripture, from podcasts, but sometimes it's just from life of something happening. Yeah. So Awesome. Awesome. And so those things are happening daily uh, for us. We just have to get a little better at recognizing them yeah. and growing in them. Uh, but today we're going to kind of move into layer two. And so the illustration we used last time is if you're in the garden, you can see whether the plants are producing fruit and flowers or they're not. Um, and so this time we want to get with layer two. We're trying to get down to the roots. Like what is feeding that thing that we're seeing? You know. And so if, if a lot of times we process stuff, we could think, oh, did I have the right behavior? I didn't have the right behavior. And like I had the right behavior. Check. Um, but the root to that behavior could still be pretty rotten, uh, even if it's the right behavior, right? And so we kind of want to get in underneath. We don't want just behavior modification, yeah. um, but we actually want to get to a point where the gospel could speak to it, but that's going to be layer three. We'll <laughs> get there in the next episode. Um, but in this episode, okay, how do we dig underneath a little bit to see what's going on? And so this is probably a good point for us to share our official Connect Church uh, definition of discipleship. Okay. I think we shared it in the trailer to season one, but I'm going to assume that people probably didn't watch that because I just know <laughs> how that goes. So Angela, please give us the official okay. definition. So at Connect Church, discipleship is the lifelong journey of moving from unbelief to belief in the gospel in every area of your life, changing what you love and how you live. Any lasting change is a work of the Spirit, enabled by the grace of God, strengthened by spiritual disciplines, and rooted in biblical community. Awesome. So I know it's a little bit of a wordy definition. It's not like uh, people are going to memorize it and just roll <laughs> off the tongue. Um, but the big idea there is that we have gaps within our belief, right? And sometimes a church will use um, the terminology of confessional belief versus functional belief, right? Confessionally, I could say something. I could say, oh, I, I love everybody or I love my neighbor. Okay, intellectually, I believe it, theologically, believe it. But functionally, you know, uh, when my neighbor is playing loud music at 2 a.m., I'm not sure I love them in that, in that moment, right? Or or whatever. If we talk bad about yeah, somebody, the, the right? Yeah, anger shows something. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right, right. Reality comes yeah. in, right? Um, and so that kind of shows this, there's this gap here. And so discipleship is the process of we're trying to close that gap, but we want to root it um, within the gospel. And so 
really this layer two of Kairos moments is helping us look at what am I believing in these moments? Whether these moments are positive moments or this was a moment of tension with somebody else in my life, like what am I believing? And so um, let's share some examples of that. So, so why don't you go ahead and go first? What's an example of a Kairos moment where it was able to reveal something that you were believing okay. underneath it? Um, so this one's a good one. I had an opportunity for something at work and it was exciting. It was great news. Um, and I knew I wanted to move forward with it, but I also knew that it was going to draw attention to me. And it turns out that other people there might have opinions about it. And so um, I actually then found myself struggling of, is this, is this a good thing? Is this the right thing? Um, how am I going to deal with all these negative reactions that people have? Um, or, you know, being mad and talking about me behind my back. And so for me, a lot of that goes back to approval because I'm worried about their approval instead of the approval of the people that made the decision um, or even the approval of God. I'm worried more about a couple people that are might, you know, be mad and get then get glad and get over yeah. it. So I had to deal with whose approval I was seeking. Yeah. And I love how you process that because it would have been easy just to stop at surface level. Hey, I'm nervous about this thing or I'm worried yeah. about this, how this is going to play out at work. Um, but you actually dug underneath that to see like what's fueling that and yeah. like what's really going on there because because that same that same thing underneath there will pop up in other areas yeah. of life, right? You'll, you'll hear. I talk about approval yeah. a lot. It yeah, keep yeah I get it. <laughs> approval is one for me too. So so I see a lot. For, for me, um, a recent one is uh, a lot of times I have a hard time slowing down. Um, and our family tries to take Sabbath on Saturdays and just life has been super busy. But we had a few Saturdays ago that like it was actually available for us to do it. Um, and it was actually bothering me during the day that I wasn't doing stuff. Oh, like, like okay. I'm like, I'm like sitting there, I'm thinking like, you I, your like to -do list. yeah, and I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I, I just need to accomplish something yeah. like to feel like I don't want to waste a day. And I'm like, you know, confessionally, I'm going to say like, the world doesn't depend on me and I could rest and be with God and be with my family. But then functionally, I was like, no, I, I need to be productive to have value here. Yeah. Like, and, and like, okay, well, I'm really missing the gospel in there. There's a gap. Uh, there, so so taking the time to examine those things gets us past just is this the right or wrong behavior? Um, it gets us a little deeper. So, last time we read Mark one fifteen, I want to read that again. Um, and this is when Jesus started his ministry. He said this. He said, "The time is now. The kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news." And so, Kairos moments—they're uh, not just these special moments, but they give us opportunities to repent and believe what is the truth in the gospel. Um, and so. Not every Kairos moment is going to take us to those depths, right? So, like, if, if, if you're having a layer one Kairos moment, you're just out in nature, you're like, wow, this is so beautiful. Like, there's probably not something to repent and believe yeah. there. Like, it's probably a moment. Good to, moments. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> moment, right? Praise God for that. Share that with your connect group, other people, of course. Yeah. Um, but then there are those other moments uh, that reveal something a little more going on in our life. And, and, and we'll kind of share some questions later on what we can uh, ask to kind of reveal those moments. But... Um, to stick with our illustration of the gardening, it's, you know, what roots am I seeing uh, in, in this in this moment? And so some language that we use is is we talk about idols. And uh, there's kind of four idols that our sin tends to find root in. And just to kind of note, like, and hopefully our audience is grabbing this, sin is not primarily a behavior issue. It, it can manifest itself as behavior. It's really a worship issue. So, like, you know, I was I was worshiping my value in that moment. Like I wanted my value to be something, and that's what I was beholding as as important. So it wasn't necessarily the behavior; it was it was what I was worshiping and looking for. 
Um, and so what are the four idols? You you you, you get to hear this all yes. time. Uh, what are the four <laughs> idols that we tend to well, talk so about? So we hit on approval, mm -hmm. uh, and then there's power, comfort, and control. Awesome. So we're going to kind of walk through each of those four, and uh, we'll walk through a couple examples, and maybe our audience will be able to kind of relate and see where they may see some of these, one of these. Um, I tend to find that one tends to be dominant usually in someone's yeah. life, uh, but you could see all of them as well. Um, so let's define power. Uh, power is a longing for influence or recognition. So um, let's say we have somebody that they're, they're an overworker. Um, what would a power idol look like in that kind of situation? Um, so the way I, I, power is actually the hardest one for me. Um, so I guess in my mind, I envision it as they are the only one that they think they can do that work well. Yeah. Um, and they're making that a priority to the detriment of other things. Um, but they're doing that for that influence or for that recognition. Yeah. So that's Absolutely. why they're pushing themselves. That's why they're working hard so that they can look like they're the one that's at the top and get rewarded for yeah. it. Yeah, so it's so much more than, hey, I shouldn't work. I should be home with my family a little yeah. bit more. Like, there's something deeper going on there. We need to find that. Yeah. Awesome. So any other examples of a power idol that you can think of? Um, I don't know. This The one I came up with is I think work is probably a good place for it. But I was wondering if in like a friend group it could come in. If mm -hmm. sometimes we get a little competitive and we want all the friends to maybe like me a little bit better than them. And so that, that power could even creep in a little bit yeah. in a friend group the sure. way things are panning out. Absolutely. All right, let's move to control. Uh, okay. So we would define control as a longing to have everything going according to my plan. Uh, so stick with that overwork example again. How can that, if it's not a power idol, how could it be a control? Idol? Okay, so this one is more my style. Um, and I think it looks a little bit similar uh, to power, but it's this time I'm choosing to overwork because I don't trust that anyone else can do it as good as me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to keep working because I don't want to delegate because they might mess it up. Yeah. So. It awesome. keeps me overworking. So any other examples of control idols just to help our audience? Um, I, this is kind of can be sneaky. I was thinking even something as simple as like sometimes someone will ask me to do a favor for them, but I already have my plan for the day. And so mm -hmm. if I'm going to fit that in for them, it's going to mean that I have to lose control of my day. And yeah. so kind of makes me sound like a terrible person, but it is sometimes as little as that of like, it forces me to be like, well, why are you giving this person a hard time? It's because you're losing control yeah. of the order of Absolutely. how you had your plans laid Absolutely. out. And that just illustrates, this is the everyday life. Yeah. Right? Like, yep. Who doesn't get that? I know. It's interrupted, right? <laughs> yeah. Like everybody, right? It's but like, like sometimes seamless. I can really be like, well, I don't actually want to say yes to that because I now don't have control of my yeah. day anymore. Absolutely. Um, just little, but kind sure. of a big deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so let's keep rolling. Uh, comfort. Comforts a longing for pleasure or a desire to avoid pain. So again, overwork example, right? Yeah. Maybe it's not power. Maybe it's not control. Maybe it's comfort. What could that look like? Yeah, I was thinking kind of along the lines of maybe your work life is actually more comfortable than your home life. So you're choosing to stay where it's comfortable instead of sure. going home to deal with maybe there's harder yeah. things at home yeah. than there are at work. So and it looks like you're being this great person who's dedicated to work, but it's just because you don't want to deal with the uncomfortableness of home. Yeah. Any other examples of comfort idol uh, that you can see? Yeah, um, this is one that comes up a lot for me. And so it, it can sneak in when it comes to having a hard conversation with someone. Um, I don't want to be uncomfortable in a conversation, so I will avoid the challenging conversations because I don't want to be uncomfortable sure. talking to people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, we got one more. Okay, so one power, more. Uh, control, uh, comfort, and then approval, yeah. a longing to be accepted and desired. Uh, so 
overwork maybe it's not power maybe it's not control yeah. maybe it's not comfort maybe it's approval what would that look like um so this one in my mind it's you know the supervisor is asking you to do it you don't want to get penalized down the road if a promotion's on the line or even just the recognition you keep saying yes to this person and overworking because you don't want to let them down or look bad in their yeah. eyes good any other examples of of approval idols how they could play out in our life um yeah, I think this is kind of the last example as well with those hard conversations. The other reason that they can be sticky is because if I say something that's uncomfortable, the person might like me less and then I don't have their approval. So that's same example, but how it plays out between the two yep. of them. So so that was one of the reasons why we stuck with overworking through all this, right? Yeah. So yep. we kind of want people to see like, if I just look at the behavior of overworking, it could be any of these yeah. and it could be even reasons we list, exactly because right? your reason could be different than my reason yeah. because we're different yeah so so that's why it's important to examine these things and to ask some of these questions to kind of see and then i think it's also important for us to note that like these are not necessarily bad things yeah like like it's not bad to enjoy comfort right mm -hmm. god gives us those moments it's not it's you know god could bring us to a moment of power so we could do something for his kingdom or whatever uh, caring what people think is not a bad thing yeah. but when these things become the ultimate thing and they're driving our decisions it's the thing that we can't live without even though we might not verbally say that right yeah. functionally we're living that way um that that's an issue and then i think we mentioned this before that if we stay on the behavior end and we don't dig down to this, that will just pop up elsewhere. So like yeah. maybe I stop overworking, but I'm still not willing to deal with the issue at home. And so like then yeah, you know, it, 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 it's not, exactly. yeah, it's just gonna yeah. still continue um, to happen. And then one more thought before we kind of, kind of give some questions to process is a lot of these can produce good behavior too, right? So like we, we use overworking as maybe a negative behavior in our life, right? But if we think about why people may give in a church or serve in a church they could give for comfort they could give for control or for approval yeah. or hey you're a really good yeah, disciple you serve not a lot. delegating comes up a lot yeah. because we are want to be in control of yeah. ministry stuff all the time absolutely so so like all these things we would normally associate with a negative behavior but it could be a positive too so that's why the need for examination often uh, is really important. So uh, I'm just going to kind of list out some questions for us. And, and and even as we talked about, these are moments to repent. And so it's like, yes, I could repent if I did something wrong behavior-wise. That's important. But it's also maybe to stop and repent. Lord, forgive me. I'm, I'm chasing the comfort. I'm chasing the approval. I'm chasing these things. I need you instead. And so some questions that we could ask to maybe kind of uh, sift these things out is, is why questions? You know, why, why did I do what I do? Why was I trying to hold on to that thing? Why did I think I needed that? Why did I think that behavior would solve that? Um, maybe why did that make me so angry? Right, right. You gave up the, the example before about, and I'm going to share one very similar in a moment about um, if someone disrupts the schedule, right? Like, like, oh, why did that make me so mad? Right. Yeah. You know, like, like, I think that's a good question, but we could even ask it on the positive. And why, why did that give me so much joy to get that thing? Right. And, and kind of see what's underneath there. And then there's also desire questions, right? Like, what do I daydream about? If I only had that, life would be so good. Or, you know, if if I if God doesn't answer this prayer request, I'm done, right? Like, you know, again, we might not say those things. Um, uh, and you could even ask a question like, what do I hope others will notice in my conversations with them? And 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 how does that play in? So, um, just to kind of uh, before we close out today, what is a Kairos moment in your life recently that's revealed an idol? 
Well, you get not every single Kairos moment. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, well, what's one that has? Um, okay, so I think one recently for me is that I was diagnosed with celiac disease. So that means I can't have gluten and I have to pay close attention to what I eat. Uh, it's actually very sad, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm working through it. Uh, so one of the things is that I should be telling people so that I can have food to eat and not get sick. But I see approval sneaking in because I don't want to be the hard friend that like, well, I have to go to this restaurant. I have to pay attention to this and I can't have that. Can we actually go there? No, I can't eat anything here and it makes me sound like a nightmare and I'm like if I tell people this then no one's gonna want to be my friend and hang out with me um so yeah it's been a hard one where approval's been sneaking in of like I just yeah. I want to still have friends that want to hang out with me <laughs> yeah well, that's a great example so so mine will be similar to what you shared before um we have a treadmill at home and so sometimes if I'm if I'm home for the day I like to get a little walking in um and there was a day a few weeks ago that megan was upstairs doing something and i was downstairs the kids were playing nice so i'm walking i'm listening to my podcast on a treadmill and then it became getting interrupted every two seconds it was like <laughs> my daughter wanted a snack okay i got off one got her the snack and i come down literally two minutes later my son wants a snack then they can't reach something in the closet someone needs a diaper change. and i'm like I'm like, Just, I, it's I, like I, 10 minutes guys yeah I'm, minutes. I'm like come on I'm like, I'm like and i was getting so frustrated with it and then I really felt like God talking to me like, you know, you don't you don't like when your schedule gets disrupted. You don't like when your comfort is disrupted. I was very much like, this is what I want to do in this moment. I was getting upset about it. Yeah. Um, and so seeing what I really believed in that moment of what my hope was in. Um, and so as we do this, uh, let me just caution about two things. We we don't want to get down in the dumps like, oh, I always mess up that approval <laughs> idol or that comfort, idol, whatever the case may be. Um, but at the same time, we also don't want to compare ourselves like, oh, at least my is not as bad as this person over here. Or I'm not doing yeah, that. That's you know, a like, dangerous. Yeah. And, and, and something I like to say is like uh, if you think about like a, a graph in high school that you would learn, you know, with the stock market or something, you're going to see a lot of ups and downs. But if you zoom out, hopefully a good stock over six months, you're going to see generally an upward yeah. trajectory. Right. And so as we look at growth in our life and we examine, we're going to see days that like, ah, oh, I missed it here. I was clean to the idol. But as we look out, maybe we say, hey, over the last couple of years, man, I really see God working on me to break me out of this. Um, yeah. And it's a slow process, but right. God is 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 doing uh, the work. And so um, we've talked about layer one, the surface. Now layer two, the roots. We'll talk about the bedrock or the foundation okay. in layer three in our next episode. Um, but we want to get to know you a little better. All right. And so uh, what is your favorite holiday? Okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is controversial, but I say 4th of July. Okay. Um, it is, it's near my birthday, so maybe that's part of it as well. But I just feel like it's summer. It's long days. The whole family over we eat all day we play wiffle ball we go in the pool and then maybe there's fireworks and it's just i think the added daylight it's just the extra long holiday and it's just my favorite one well the good news for you is at the time of this recording we're not too far I away know, it's we're coming like, up like yep. six weeks away or yes. so so yes. uh, you'll get to enjoy that soon yes. so I'm cool well right. thank you for joining us today audience thank you for being with us um, why don't you go ahead and shoot a text to your disciple and maybe share a moment recently that's revealed an idol uh, in your life of power, comfort, control, or approval. And uh, they will share with you as well. Come on back next time as we talk about layer three of Kairos Moments. Have a great day.